Hey everyone, welcome back to Living Luna. This is um, episode one of season two, and I'm smiling as I say that because season one was only two episodes long and it was about two years ago. So if anyone happens to be listening from way back then, maybe some people subscribed to it and never unsubscribed on their um, podcast platform of choice if this suddenly popped up in your feed and you're like, Living Luna, what's that? I don't remember that. Hi, hello, that's why it's been basically two years. <laughs> so a couple of things to kind of catch up on or just kind of level set for everyone, um, especially for people. Um, this One of the new things is this podcast is now recorded live on my Twitch channel, where in the old days I would kind of sit alone in my room and record it. And one of the reasons for that decision is I used to spend hours recording and editing. And every time I said something that I didn't like or in a way that I thought was confusing, I would just start that section over and then I'd have, you know, a hundred sections to edit together and it would take a long time. Can't do that when you're live because you're live. So that will, it's much more nerve wracking, but it will get rid of that tendency. And then the other reason, and the kind of, that's kind of the joke reason, the serious reason is that I always wanted this podcast to be more community focused. I don't know most of the stuff well enough to like teach it. And I feel like there's, um, there's only two types of podcasts in the world. There's the podcast where someone's like, I've been doing this for 20 years and I know everything that there is to know about it. So I'm going to uh, teach this to you. Or there's the interview podcast where there's one or two hosts and every podcast episode, they bring a guest in and interview them. And I feel like both of those types of podcasts are helpful in terms of like, I like to listen to podcasts that, that do both of those things myself, but I'm not in a position to really do either of those. Like I said, I'm not a subject matter expert. I just enjoy this stuff. And I also, you know, I'm not in the industry, so I don't have the connections to get those kind of interviews. So uh, where I can be, I think, useful in the space is there aren't too many podcasts that, that I've come across that are just kind of a daily kind of slice of magical life type of podcast where it's just kind of like this is my practice and this is what I do and this is how I go about it and I think that that's that's always where I've wanted the podcast to be and I've always kind of struggled to do that and um, I think doing that through a platform that already kind of encourages community the way that Twitch does is probably going to help with that I know there's a lot of people that um, that I know from this platform people that are kind of watching this right now out there that um, are all into this stuff as well and many of them probably know more than I do about it to be perfectly honest but um, that's kind of what I'm looking for is that kind of community and collaborative and as I, as I get more comfortable with with this whole thing there might be something that you know we can do to actually you know bring other people on and have different voices on here as, as well that's sort of one of the long-term goals I think another thing that's that's changed since I started recording um, this podcast a couple of years ago I um I came out a couple of months back now as um pan and demisexual, which is it's a coming home as I said in, in the tweet, my body's known my whole life that I'm queer and I didn't know consciously for a long time. And I know that there's some people in, in the LGBT QIA two S plus community that don't necessarily like people like me that have been you know, straight, quote unquote, for much of their life and kind of 
come to an understanding that is, you know, the sort of pan and demisexual. I feel like a lot of people get upset by that because you can be straight passing and not have to deal with many of the things that the rest of the community has to deal with. That's definitely something that I recognize, especially like being in a straight passing relationship and having come to like coming home to myself much later in life. There's a lot in there, like demisexuality as an identity, as the word that we use in that social context today didn't really exist until 2004, at least the like the understanding that we have today. And I, I, as a kid growing up in like the 80s and the 90s, I didn't even have that as a marker for me to even understand. So I'm always grateful to all the people who have come before, the people who, who have had to face what society has, has thrown at them. I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but you know, I always have gratitude for people who've kind of blazed the trail in that way and made it possible for people like me to kind of understand themselves a bit better. So that's definitely something that's that's changed since the last episode. And um, also in the previous time, I may have shared different names that I go by, but um, I've really come to enjoy Zyvon and Zai. So um, that's kind of a level set for where the podcast is. So season two of the podcast, and hopefully for more than two episodes this time around. <laughs> Part of the reason why we only got those two episodes originally was because before this podcast, there was another podcast that I had that was um, called the Moon Solution Podcast, but Solution was spelled S-O-U-L, which for people who know me, yes, that's a pun. Yes, that was the name of the podcast. Um, I made seven episodes of that podcast. People listened to it. I was not in a really good mental health space at the time, and I um, ended up deleting that podcast entirely because people were listening to it, and it was taking a lot of time and I just <laughs> couldn't handle that, which is kind of funny, but that's what happens sometimes. And then I started this podcast about four months after deleting the other one because I missed it and then fell into the same traps and just stopped doing this one for a while. But um, now we're here and we're back. And um, with all that being said, I'm going to kind of get into the podcast. Um, in my original plan, I was going to open with some kind of like background like whether it's nature sounds or footsteps or something like that and kind of talk us into it. But um, I need some technical equipment on this end to make that work. The format of this episode is going to be a bit more of a, like an introductory, getting myself back into it, that kind of thing. So it won't be the full format, but you know I'm sure that will evolve over time anyway. Um, for the people who are watching this live, I have um, a two-camera setup. And um, for people who you know, are coming to this later and only hearing the audio, I have my altar under the other camera. So I have, um, there's a tarot deck called the Pagan Otherworlds, and I have the Seeker card and the Moon cards from, from that deck um, on my altar. And I have um, a couple of little crystal towers. There's a quartz, like a clear quartz on the... Um, on the seeker card and there's a, an obsidian on the full moon just as a little bit of a you know obsidian with this kind of absorption and protection just i like to move that around with the phases of the moon to kind of help guide and ground me through that it's something that i kind of do to keep track of of time in a lunar sense um you know the difference between like i feel like the world runs on the sort of solar like the 24 7 365 24 hour solar cycle i feel like people don't really run on that 
schedule and you know if you especially like in your personal life where you're not under like a corporate deadline or whatever you're trying to like get something done i feel like if you kind of schedule yourself to do things like you know on a wednesday afternoon at 6 p.m i'm going to you know do this thing and then something else comes up and you don't do it it just ends up making you feel bad because you missed that deadline and then maybe you just kind of end up not doing that thing for for weeks whereas scheduling things on lunar time you have those blocks of time where there's a couple of weeks where there's a few things that you want to get done and then there's that time for reflection so even if you don't get things done i feel like it's a much more sort of healthy like you come into those those reflection times and you say you know well, why didn't that work and you're able to kind of break it down a bit more and the sort of energies of of the moon and, and the time period kind of help you to work through that so i prefer to kind of do as much as i can on that sort of lunar rather than solar time scale. I have on the altar, I have salt representing the earth, and I have a red candle representing fire. I have a green candle representing air, and I have a little dish of water representing water. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I need to have a different technical arrangement to be able to kind of do things dynamically, but that would be the point where I would normally kind of go through and like pull in the elements as you do and those kinds of things. But just for this first episode, we're not going to do that because I don't have the right arrangement to like be next to the altar and have the microphone at the same time. So just know that that's over there. We're honoring earth, air, fire and water as we do. Mm. And so I'm going to do a tarot reading and um, this is going to be a personal reading for me because I, I don't feel yet like I have the kind of whatever you want to call it, to do a collective reading. So um, if you're listening along, you want to pull cards for yourself, or if there's anything that resonates in the reading from for, for me, then you're welcome to take that as well, or sub in your own reading. Um, and the way that I read has kind of evolved over time. What I tend to do these days is I don't really pull cards in the way that most people do. I like to run my finger over the top of the deck and I always get like a sensation, a feeling of the card that I should be picking out. So that's that's kind of how I pull. And um, funny story related to that when I started doing that. Um, I was taking a tarot course and in the, the booklet for the course, what you were supposed to do was like turn the deck face up and go through the deck for this one exercise and find like the four knights. And then um, as you were doing that, also find a card that, that kind of spoke to you in relation to each of the four knights. But I kind of misread the exercise and thought that it meant that you were supposed to like pull cards and then like think of which knight the um, energy of that card most was sort of represented by. So I did the technique that I do, like running my finger along, find, finding the, the card that like feels the best and so for, for all four cards i would land on a card turn the deck up to pick the card out and each time underneath that card was one of the knights so four, four out of four getting a card and then each different knight was underneath the card <laughs> so uh not saying that that necessarily means anything i'm saying that that's like a statistically hard thing to happen <laughs> especially in a sort of random deck of 78 cards so uh that's always one of those things when people say like oh this doesn't really work it's like first off it doesn't matter whether it works or not if it helps you 
like think through things and concentrate and everything and it's no different to any other technique and also i feel like there's more to it than that when things like that happen Alrighty, i have three cards here and um picked up aha okay i see now yeah i picked up this deck which is um it's the Tower of the Holy Spectrum. That's that's the Three of Swords in, in that particular deck. It's a really cool kind of, not quite comic book art, but that sort of bold kind of style. And um, it's actually from the the partner of the person that I have taken probably the most like tarot related kind of courses with, which was funny because her, her partner um, was never really into tarot, but um, he has a background in like visual design and... Um, like video editing and things like that so um he does all the video editing for all of her kind of tarot stuff and through that he ended up being like exposed to it enough that um he ended up creating his own tarot deck which is how these things tend to go <laughs> so um the three cards that i uh pulled for this pull um the first one is card zero the fool and then the second one was the three of swords and then um the third one is the ace of pentacles which um <laughs> in the um literalness of tarot is sort of if anyone who you know uses tarot tends to kind of either be completely mystical in a really strange way that you don't understand until two months later when when a thing happens and you're like oh that's what it was talking about or it tends to be completely super literal like two by four to the side of the head this reading's the two by four so obviously the fool is you know <clears throat> the new beginnings the the start of everything you know in the mages it kind of sits outside the major arcana and um you know a lot of people use the fool to create a through line through the mages that the journey through the tarot it's kind of the journey the fool takes in in their understanding of the world. Definitely speaking to like starting and restarting this podcast and being on this journey and actually me kind of doing this in front of everyone, which um, is also where the Three of Swords kind of comes in. There's a lot. There's a lot about the Three of Swords. It, it's not necessarily about heartbreak in a, in a romantic sense. It can you know be about all all types of kind of heartbreak and where our thoughts and our emotions kind of cross over in some ways i always, always like to kind of cross check things with some of the notes that i made for my course so um course that i took a couple of years ago three of swords can be the experience of having been triggered or the mind is too busy to notice what's really going on to remove the swords honor the feelings of the caretake ourselves those are the notes from my arrow course about that card which is definitely when you kind of look at the journey of me and, and podcasting that's a kind of very deliberate like coming back to this and dealing with the feelings being able to do this at all the last couple of weeks have been there's been a lot going on like for me at work and things like that but i know the sort of background stress that i've been feeling is is coming back to this and and not being sure if i even could actually record it or not so the fact that we're in the middle of it and i'm making it happen i'm sort of sweating internally as it were because there, there's a lot like about me that gets wrapped up in these types of things as i'm sure be the case for anyone that does anything creative there's some part of you that's in that creativity that you have to share with people by the nature of it which can be a lot and then the, the last card the ace of pentacles you know the aces in general being the start of something the you know the seeds that grow into the bigger things which is another you know 
starting out and restarting this podcast and um the ace in particular the notes i have are a long haul to eventual success success with the foundation which is maybe an affirmation from the tarot that trying to do the podcast this way trying to make it sustainable not going back to the same practices that caused me to you know delete the original podcast and then put this one on pause for two years doing something different and being more conscious about trying to make it holistic and sustainable i guess is the word i was really looking for is you know maybe that's an affirmation from the tarot that doing the right thing here and also a reminder that it is the beginning of the journey. I'm sure things will grow and change as they do, but hopefully I can be consistent with the podcast this time. And that's the reading that I have. That's what came up for me. If any of those cards resonate for, for other people with obviously your own like meanings and interpretations attached, then that's great. Or if you want to sub in your own reading there, then that's kind of the foundation that I'm working from at least looking a little bit about where we are with the moon at this time and this is definitely the section of the podcast that I feel like will expand over time there's a lot of things that I don't know about them about working with the moon and there are a few things that I do and just kind of being able to sort through all that in my head and feel like confident about the things I'm saying is going to be part of the journey of, of the podcast. So this section is probably going to expand over over time, I'm, I'm sure. But I have a few quick notes from where I am right now on this. So it's obviously it's a full moon last night or today. I forget exactly like which day it was, but you always have the energy of, of that occurrence for you know a, a few days like the day before the day of and the day after through the night you know you're kind of feeling it i tend to feel it more on the on the back end of it like i know it's approaching and then it's like the eye of the the storm thing where like the actual like night of the full moon is okay and then it's like the day after i feel it some people you know are different in that regard but um you know if you pay attention to the timings of the moon you you can kind of see sometimes where like the cycles of emotion go and you know the moon in a practical sense pulls on all the water in the earth that's what helps create the tides although the sun does that as well the moon's so much closer to earth that it has more of a an impact and of course we're you know what is it 60 or 70 percent water or something like that as human beings so to think that the moon doesn't have any effect on us is probably just not true <laughs> so we all feel it in some ways so the full moon um, the farmer's almanac has tended to kind of publicize the the Algonquin tribal names for the moon. So the July moon is is known as the Buck Moon in in the tradition. There's obviously hundreds of of indigenous tribes, and a lot of tribes have their own particular names for the moon. So it's always worth kind of looking up those things. In my case, being that I'm you know, from the UK originally and have you know Northern European roots, um, the Anglo-Saxons would often call the July moon either the Hay Moon or the Wart Moon because this time of the year was a period of harvest, whether they were um, harvesting to you know, create food for the winter for them and their animals, or whether they were harvesting herbs to dry them out to you know, use in the future. That's probably closer to, to what you know, my ancestors and my people, as it were, would, would know the moon as. And um, energetically, if we're heading into a full moon generally a time for that that sort of midpoint evaluation where are we in our path of intention what do we need to feel or 
tap into a breathe through to make it across the finish line of those intentions that we set back in the the earlier cycle of the the new moon and what are we harvesting this cycle between from the full moon through to the dark moon what are we harvesting what are we completing where are we what do we need to give ourselves to resource ourselves with to get across that finish line so how else does this reading help where where does it kind of fit in with the cycle that we're in well as i was saying earlier in the podcast um there's ways that i want to improve or i'm not sure what the right word is but ways that i want to kind of continue to expand the podcast i guess so uh, i was mentioning earlier about um, being able to mix in different sounds which requires some other technical pieces in the background that I, i don't have but are on the way in out of what i want to get done between now and the next time that we record the podcast is have that audio in place you know, those audio devices in place so that I can bring in the background sounds that I, I want and kind of bring that closer to to how I think it should be. And also expanding the section where we kind of talk about the moon and the energies of the moon and, and where the moon is at this time that we're, you know, recording each podcast, which is, you know, just bringing in some of the knowledge that I have. Sometimes it's kind of hard to like think through everything when you're also recording. So there is some amount of prep that I need to be able to do to kind of bring all that in in a way that feels like I'm not giving out bad information. So that's something that over time I'll, I'll be able to kind of get that balance right and bring through, which I think is where like the Ace of Pentacles from the reading comes in. That's um, that idea of like starting over, starting fresh, new seeds sprouting, but that kind of foundation like the pentacles are you know earth and the pentacles are associated so that kind of rooting and foundation and building things from a solid base is coming in there with the ace of pentacles that's important to begin and then when you begin to set a foundation i feel like that's what i've been able to do by bringing the podcast into twitch and by coming back to what i always wanted the podcast to be which is is around those community themes that i was talking about earlier and then obviously the three of swords i don't want to say that it's necessarily a warning it's more of a reminder to me that things will come up during the course of this recording the podcast things will come up and things did come up in the past and i wasn't able to handle them in the past but i feel like i have improved those areas of of my life since then so i think i'll be able to kind of keep this going much better than i did before and it'll be you know genuinely fun and sustainable for me which is of course what i always wanted before but wasn't necessarily able to achieve so uh, i'm sure more things will come up as i reflect on this this pull after the recording's finished but um that's what's coming to me right now and then one of the things i would like to do in the future is to kind of do a little kind of maybe journaling or similar section as part of the actual recording but um i need to be able to consolidate so that i have like the table space from the other camera and the microphone close enough together that i can do that live and still have something um recorded for people who are listening later who won't be seeing the live so i have to figure that out that's another piece that will kind of grow and change as as we uh, as we record and then um at this point i think that's about all i have to say for the first episode other than you know the usual close out so at this point i would normally kind of unwind the circle that that would have been created at the start but you know since we don't have that arrangement quite yet i will just say that um 
going to be recording every other week since we started on a full moon we'll be approximately in that new moon full moon new moon full moon timing and then um if things get smooth enough i may do every week and fill in some of those quarters but for now it's going to be every other week so the next episode will be recorded somewhere around the time of, of the new moon after this full moon and um and for people who are listening to this as a podcast after the recording we do record this live on twitch um, i'll put all the links for for that in the show notes later on and um, we also have a discord server for anyone who might not know what that is it's a community platform where people can kind of chat to themselves and talk to each other um we have both gaming and kind of esoteric witchy kind of channels in there you can always feel free to engage with the pieces of it that make sense for you. So if you're coming in from the podcast, you can always go down the kind of podcast and esoteric channels and just ignore the gaming stuff if that's not your bag. But to build a community around this podcast and have, you know, like-minded people that enjoy discussing these subjects. So that's one way you can join in is to is to find us in the Discord. I think that's all I have for the first episode. So thank you for listening and hope for many more in the future.